You're listening to The Over 50 Entrepreneur, the podcast that's dedicated to the business builders who are only getting started when most are winding down. This is the place to discover how to create more freedom from your business while growing the value of your business. Now here's your host, Rick Hadrava. Hey everybody, this is Rick Hadrava and you're listening to another episode of the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. Listen, I'm so glad you're joining us again today and you know, over the years, I've come to believe that truly great businesses and truly great entrepreneurs obsess about providing exceptional value to their customers, to other people. They work tirelessly to figure out how to help others get what they want, understanding that if they can do so successfully, they will be rewarded along the way. Entrepreneurs who play by this belief can easily find themselves caught up in the grind of the daily business, oftentimes at the expense of their own health, their families, and outside connections and relationships. I share this with you because I think our guest today personally faced many of these issues. As a type A entrepreneur, he focused constantly on what's next, which is common with entrepreneurs, right? Always the next thing, how can we get better? And a lot of times at the expense of our own health and our relationships, as I talked about before. Luckily, Jared, our guest today, did what I think so many successful entrepreneurs always seem to do. He identified a problem, He worked hard and developed a solution, and now he's out working to get his message and his mission to the people that that need that. And so I'm excited to have him here today to talk about his story and to talk about his future and what he's doing. I think you're going to enjoy today's guest, so let's get things started by welcoming Jared Toy of the creator of Jared's Probiotics to the Epic Studios. Jared, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you having me, Rick, thank you. Well, listen, let's let's start with this. I was reading your bio and you said the creation of Jared's Probiotics really was a little bit of an unorthodox beginning. I think you said you were a complete mess and every single part of your body, physically and mentally, had been impacted by the food you ate. So why don't we start there? Why don't you tell us a little bit about the backstory of Jared's probiotics? Sure. Well, I appreciate, uh, again, I appreciate you having me on, uh, Rick. Yeah, the, the, the idea of Jared's probiotics, I guess essentially, you know what, my, my backstory was that uh, I went through some difficult times personally. And you know what I found out, and I think I shared this with you, is that when people tend to get stressed or when they have stress in their lives, foods are always affected and, and you either eat too much or you don't eat at all. And I was the type that um, didn't eat. And so when I become stressed, I don't eat. And going through that personal journey and that personal experience that I just stopped eating. Uh, and then what happened is that I just kind of lost touch. I you know, kind of went into this uh, significant amount of depression and anxiety and um, was not in a great place mentally and kind of detracted myself uh, really from from life in general. You know, I lost a lot of weight. I, I got down to about 130 pounds. And the story was, I, I even remember it was, uh, we were, uh, I'm an Oklahoma State grad and we were playing Texas A&M at the time um, around uh, Halloween. And a friend of mine had just mentioned that uh, to me that he said, he suggested that I might want to go into the hospital. And I said, well, 
you know, why? And he said, I just didn't look very good. And, um, you know, I said, no, I'm fine. Um, you know, no big deal. And, and uh, I, I went home and I, I slept. Actually, I didn't have any furniture in the place that I was staying. And so it was really just a mattress in the middle of the, of, the, of the house that I was staying at. But I slept for 17 hours. And I remember distinctly, I got up and it was kind of one of those cathartic moments and it, what I call an aha aha moment. But I just started crying and I just I figured that I needed to make some changes in my life because I just didn't look good. And so that next day I joined the gym and I started exercising and trying to get back into the thick of things. And really the foods kind of came along you know when you exercise or at least when you're trying to get healthy yeah you want to to eat healthy but i noticed that i wasn't accomplishing a lot of the the physical goals the exercise goals and i was having a lot of digestion issues and my stomach hurt all the time and for those people that have any sort of digestion issues you know you spend a significant amount of time worrying and thinking about things that you can and can't eat as opposed to enjoying the actual foods that you are eating and I noticed that a lot. And so I started feeling a lot more stress. And um, what I did, I, I, I bought a, a, a jar of Bubby's sauerkraut. And I, I actually, I'm a big fan of them. But I, I ate some and I noticed that uh, really within several hours, I started to feel a little better, digestively speaking. And so I, I thought about some things and I realized, okay, something's up with this. So I started eating more Bubby's. And I, there was this I was eating probably that two to three times a day, you know, in conjunction with the other foods. And I experienced just a lot of growth personally, uh, psychologically, spiritually, physically. All of these things started really kind of coming together. And looking back, I realized it was, again, because I was starting to repair my gut. And um, that kind of started my journey as to where I am now. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, the idea is that when when I, I figured out that repairing the gut really kind of um, was the center of really everything that I was doing. And as I said, the more, you know, I've been doing this a while, but the, the, the gut itself is really the core of our body and taking care of that. And I found that by doing that, I, as I said, I was able to accomplish a lot of the physical goals. I entered some bodybuilding contests and things of that nature and uh, placed in there. So I, I was really excited about what I was doing. But my whole idea, Rick, was that you didn't really have to, you, if you just focused solely on nutrition and getting the most nutrition from the foods that you eat, everything else would really fall into place. So my bodybuilding mantra was that I didn't do any cardio at all. It was all just food based. So I lifted weights, of course, but I didn't do any cardio and I just focused 100% on my, um, my diet and really you know, focused on that, especially you know, probiotics and things of that nature. But I placed some people started, uh, you know, asking what I was doing and they were kind of shocked that I was. Oh, let's back up. Yeah. Because you placed in weightlifting competitions. No, these were bodybuilding contests. Bodybuilding so the ones where you get up in the speedo and you stand on stage <laughs> and you actually compete. And, right. Uh, yeah. So I, I've competed in a couple of master's contests. So you went from 130 pounds, mm -hmm. feeling horrible. I mean, we could argue that there was a bit of almost like depression. You weren't feeling good. Oh, you were just in a spiral, no, right? I, I was depressed. No, we can say that. Yes. And, and, and it was a sauerkraut, which I'm a fan of. Mm -hmm. um, but here's, I feel like we're missing something. Sure. So, so at what point did you recognize that, hey, I'm eating the sauerkraut and it's starting to change the way I feel mm -hmm. and, and my energy level, obviously. And then where did that transition from that point 
where did that transition into you adding? Like what, you didn't just eat sauerkraut no, and no. then all of a sudden go bodybuild and, no, and win I, these competitions. That, that's a great question. And actually, so when I started to eat, I just noticed that my weight started to increase a little bit. So I actually went from 130 to 200 pounds. Wow. Uh, and so, you know, in that in that span, it was a, I was about 12 months, but in that span of gaining, you know, 60 to 70 pounds, I noticed, that, as I said, that the, my digestion just kind of was off a little bit. And so, you know, knowing that the probiotics and incorporating that into my diet really helped me to get more nutrients from the foods that I eat. And so I was eating probably five to 6,000 calories a day, you know, doing what the typical bodybuilders do. So I gained a lot of weight. And I noticed that um, I just digestively speaking was not feeling great. As I said, my, my mm-hmm. um, you know, just had a lot bathroom issues, et cetera. And so focusing on figuring out ways to um, go from 200 to a competition weight um, was really the the experience that I enjoyed the most, which, as I said, was not cardio related. It was more or less just changing the foods that I was eating. I focused more on nutrient dense foods. So I went from eating, you know, know, in typical body, just a side note, but most people think that you eat a lot. And then what happens is that by eating a lot, you lift a lot more weights and then you kind of cut by doing cardio. That's what most people think. However, what I was doing is I was actually eating probably a thousand calories a day, maybe 12 to 1500, but I was using a hundred percent of those calories through the good and proper digestion. And that's the key component of really what you know started my health food related business is that most people spend a significant amount of time just worrying about putting in calories and making the general assumption that their body knows what to do with it. Unfortunately, it's the reverse. The body doesn't know what to do with the foods generally that you put into it. So by focusing on that, and making sure that you get the most nutrients, 80, 90% of the calories that you're actually consuming, the vitamins and minerals, that your body doesn't need 2,000, 5,000, 2,500 calories. So I just kind of condensed it down and really focused on how can I maximize my foods to the best of my ability, and that was through better digestion. So I was really obsessed. I wrote down everything that I ate probably for a good two years. and. Um, I wrote down everything, how I felt, what I, you know, after eating certain foods and just documented that. And then I found the pattern was, um, was the probiotics, was the probiotic foods, the probiotic drinks. And I realized, you know, that's where the key was. So, yeah, well, so that, that's a very interesting backstory. So talk about like Jared's probiotics. Obviously you saw that what it did for you and you figured, well, Hey, if it does this for me, then there might be a place out in the marketplace sure. for me to do that. So where did where did that little transition mm-hmm. for you take place? Um, you know, how did you how did you start that? Yeah, um, I mean, in, in a, in a pre, pre prebiotic probiotic life is that I was uh, I was in the investment business, and I think we discussed yeah. that. But um, you know, part of my getting out of depression was was really kind of letting some things go and focusing on things differently. And so what happens is I just got a job at a health food store. And um, this was in the transition. I figured that, um, you know, I can incorporate the health food store with the bodybuilding. So it was all started kind of coming together. I was, you know, working 40 hours a week at the health food store. Um, and in that process of winning, people started coming in and asking me questions specifically about, you know, what I was doing. And I started to... Um, you know, be hired as a as a coach and and really put out meal plans and focus help people better focus on their digestion. So they came into the store. I gave them a lot of information. They bought products. They didn't buy products. We had a consultant type relationship, 
But what I found that was missing is that most of the time when people, this was probably six years ago, most of the time that people think about probiotic foods, it was sauerkraut, it was pickles. And so there was really none, no, no treats, no healthy snacks, nothing that people really kind of associated with eating. They just thought it was really a health food that just didn't taste very good. And so I started making popsicles for some clients and started using some fermented foods and some popsicles and giving those away. And people started saying, hey, these are pretty good. Um, we, you know, can you give these to me? Can you make some? And so I started to give those to clients and incorporate that into their diets. And that kind of blossomed out. And I started the, the Jared's Pro Pops, which is a you know, popsicle making business. And um, started that and started selling really fermented popsicles. Okay. Um, and that kind of just started Jared's probiotics. So. Well, and I'm sitting here, you brought with us to the studios today, Jared's uh, probiotic root beer. Right. And I'm, I'm super excited to, to consume some of this. Great. Um, so would it be safe to say that, that you're, you're building consumption for in the probiotic space? That's really the focus of what you do? Or let's go back to the consulting. Do you do, I know you do some speaking and, and education on that. So what's the core? Is it all circled around the probiotics that you create today? Uh, the, the probiotics is, it, it's really gut health. We, you, you know, um, I, I use probiotics just because bacterial infested doesn't sound very good. Uh, so we, we, I, I use probiotics and, and um, but yes, that, that's the core concept. Most people know what probiotics are, but they really have no idea really of what it does. And most people just kind of take a pill and think that they're taking probiotics. Unfortunately, through the education is that there's so much more that probiotics can do in terms of helping people get healthier, improve their mental outlook. I mean, it's really um, it's really amazing. And so the, 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 the core idea of my business is built around that. It's not specifically on a particular product. Um, you, you know, and it, I, I don't want to, I'm not interested in just selling products because what I'm interested in doing is really revolutionizing the way that, that, that businesses and companies um, make foods and beverages. And so I just want to take something that most people don't associate with health foods and make it healthy. Uh, and I do it just simply because I want to focus on it tasting great. Yeah. Because um, you know, you know the way that most businesses they, they 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 see a product or they create a product and they really try to force fit everybody to drink that particular product. And all candoric, if people don't want to drink my products, that that's okay too. The thing is, is that it I want people to drink it because it actually tastes good, not necessarily for the probiotic benefit. And I think that. The idea is that if I can take any product, whatever that may be, from the popsicles or the ice cream or the sodas or the kombucha, and people just like to consume it because it tastes good, everything else will fall into place. And um, that, that's my philosophy is really just to take, make a good product that happens to be healthy in the process. I think that is like the golden ticket of, of a good product, right? Is like if, if it tastes really good and people want to consume it, because they like the taste mm -hmm. and it gives them health. Um, you've accomplished your mission without being out there. Um, because if you market it as a medicine or something sure. like that, you're going to limit the, the amount of consumers that have an interest in it. So Absolutely. I, think, I think that's a fabulous way to do it. So you, you mentioned, we're going to back up a little bit. Sure. You mentioned, and we talked about this before the show, so many big companies today, um, I think I call I call it mass produce probiotic options in the form of a pill, 
and I'd be interested to know your opinion on taking a pill like that versus what you're doing through natural fermented foods um, because you've been you've been doing this for a while and you you're obviously researching this what's the distinction between the two well um, I mean very simplistically the body body doesn't know what to do with supplements you know man creates supplements in order to supplement our bodies that's not naturally produced I mean there are some you know products that, that are that aren't from something natural in nature but the idea is that our bodies are built on foods and and the nutrients from the foods so taking a probiotic supplements the, you just think about it, it's not naturally what the body wants to, to utilize and unfortunately what most people do is they just take a supplement or they take a you know a vitamin under the guise under the assumption that they're getting a hundred percent of the value from the pill uh, and, and as I, I mentioned earlier that's not generally the case and so people you know continuously take these products and the supplements and and not being a hundred percent used they end up taking more and it's just a cycle that the pharmaceutical industry wants people to get in is that you just buy the products and buy the products and buy the products eventually you'll be healthy as long as you buy the products couple that you you, you take a look at foods um, you're gonna know first and foremost if your body doesn't like food that you eat um, your body doesn't know that it you know, if you decide that you don't want to eat tomatoes, it's going to let you know pretty pretty quickly. It's going to let you know that if you're not getting enough fiber. I mean, your body is always constantly telling us something, and it all stems to the foods that you eat. Unfortunately, most people don't spend a whole lot of time on that. So my thought and my philosophy is, is that, you know, I could spend – I'm much more comfortable talking to people about the foods and the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals from foods than I am trying to, to sell a supplement. And, you know, again – People, your body knows what to do with foods. It's already wrapped. It's already prepackaged. That it's there. It's nature. God's given it to you. Here you go. You take it. You consume it. And if your body's not working efficiently, it's going to tell you that it's bad, good, and different. You're going to improve. You're going to dis disapprove. You're going to feel worse. And so I'm. That's the difference. Supplements. They may or may not work. And if you, if you re truly look at it, the way that supplement industry works is that you take one supplement. Generally, it has to work in conjunction with something else. The body never works in a vacuum. Whereas if you took a supplement, probiotic supplement, in order to get that probiotic supplement to work, you have to have many other things working in your body that you need to supplement in order to make those probiotics work. So how do you do that? You buy more supplements and that you need prebiotics, you need probiotics, you need vitamin D and to metabolize. I mean, there's so many things that you need in order to get the probiotics. You end up stacking it. Absolutely. Yeah. But, and, and, you know, that's that's an easy sell. If I was to sell you, if I was to say you need vitamin D, that's an easy sell. But what happens if I was to say, you know, you need to eat more cabbage, you need to eat more, um, I mean, anything, eggs, yeah. whatever that may be. Um, and people always say, well, I don't like it. I don't like the taste. It does this for me. And I'm thinking, and I always come back, that's, that's perfectly what you need. Because, again, that's telling you that your body wants it. It doesn't want it. And that's, that's like a red flag. Whereas you know, supplements, people don't. And they, just, they give, always give supplements a pass. But you know, it doesn't matter. And you, 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 The commonality, Rick, that we all have is that everybody wants to get healthy. 
I don't care if you are a keto, you're a bodybuilder, you're an endurance runner, you do yoga, you philosophically think that veganism is the way to go, or you eat meat. The bottom line that we, and the sh really that we all share is that we all digest foods in order to do the things that we philosophically believe in, that we emotionally believe in, that we, you know, all of that. And so I thought I could talk to anybody about digestion. I can't talk to everybody about veganism. I can't talk to everybody about paleo because there's that you know, barrier that people have emotionally about it. Whereas if we just strip that away and say, okay, let's talk about digestion. You maybe even think that veganism is the way to go, but how is it doing for you body, for your body digestively speaking? Well, you know, I mean, I don't eat this, this and this, or I do eat this because, okay, that, that's easy to address. Right. So, you know, I, I'm much more, you know, we talk about inclusivity. I'm, I like to include everybody, which means everybody digests food. And if you don't digest foods, then you're not, I think it's an interesting way to come at it because every you're right. Everybody almost draws a line. You're either keto or you're paleo. I heard I heard the phrase paleo recently, right? Uh -huh. It's like I'm a failed paleo oh, I got you. Uh, yeah. person. But I think coming at it from the gut, everybody has those issues, and I've never thought about it that way, so I, I appreciate that. Let me ask you this. So, you know, it's really easy for some of us to go all in when we, when we, like if I'm listening to you, I'm sitting here thinking, man, I just need to go wipe out my, my fridge and start putting all this uh, fermented food in there. But let's be practical for a second. If somebody's listening to us today and they're like, you know what? I don't feel 100%. I haven't for a while. Uh, maybe I should give something like this a try. We'll talk about how to find your products mm -hmm. in a little while because that's obviously a good solution. But if you're the average person and you're going into Walmart tomorrow to pick up some groceries or your local homeland or wherever, what would I look for to take home to, to start to, um, to just start to play around with it and right. test that, that theory? Okay, I'm gonna take a step back. Yeah. Um, because, you know, even, even the question, it's a great question, but that's where most people start. And unfortunately, you know, when you term, uh, you know, the gut, it is being self-aware as in how foods actually affect you to begin with. So I wouldn't even start there. I wouldn't even suggest that you buy any of my products. I wouldn't even suggest that you buy a, a, any supplements to get the ball rolling. What I would suggest everybody who's listening to this and you and me included is really to be self-aware in terms of, okay, off the top of your head, what foods do you not eat? Okay, well, I don't eat X, Y, and Z. Well, why don't you eat it? Well, you know, if it's philosophically or whatever, that's a different issue. But if you don't eat certain foods because it makes you a certain way or it makes you feel a certain way. That is the best place to start. Unfortunately, most people don't do that. They they want to eat whatever they want to eat and then they just want to add something on top of it to continue to eat what they eat. They want it easy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I mean, that's, that's okay. And if you want to do that, great. But before going to Walmart or anything else, I would always suggest people to take two weeks. And I always promote this. Just take two weeks and during that two weeks that you continue to eat whatever you want to eat, however you decide that you want to eat, but really make a, uh, um, an effort to focus on writing down how you felt, what foods that you ate at certain times of the day. And, and most people don't do that. That's the hardest part. And so if you spent two weeks really focusing on the foods that you ate, what you drank, how you felt afterwards, what foods that you do or don't and why, I can promise you after two weeks, you're going to get a pretty good game plan of how to move going forward. Because if you start to notice that every single meal, there's a digestive issue every single meal, and then you look that I haven't even gone to the bathroom today. I mean, you could eat all of the things, health foods in the world. It doesn't matter because you're not 
using it properly. So, you know, if after two weeks that you realize that you only eat two or three certain things and what a bird eats and you don't go to the bathroom, then that might be a fiber issue or a digestive issue associated with just not getting things from point A to point B. And that's where I would always start. And so it never has to do with buying anything. People make the assumption that you buy food to stack on, you know, it, it, it's, it's food supplementation as opposed right. to probiotic or, or supplement supplementation. They just add foods on what they're doing. But so, so one of the questions, so I was talking to my wife actually mm-hmm. about interviewing you and, and it's something that she deals with. And her question, so I'm going to ask this sure. from her, is, well, what tests should I go take? But really what I hear you saying is, look, you've got to, you've got to um, journal what your body's telling you. Right. And get a, get a baseline for where you are and, and how you feel and then move from there. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, generally this isn't the, the bottom line is you just have to be self-aware enough. You know, we talk about self-care. We talk about self-aware, but you just have to know what your body's doing specifically related to foods. Okay. And you go to a buffet. There's there's, you know, a salad buffet. You go to Jason's Deli. You're going to look at the 36 things that they have there and you're going to choose eight of them, 12 of them, and not choose the other 23 of them for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that should be the focus. Why don't you do that? Well, I do because, again, and you can generally trace it back to because it doesn't make you feel good. You don't, you know, if you don't like the taste of it, certainly that's a, that's a separate issue. But yes, I, you know, I would never suggest um, anybody just go in and just do all sorts of tests because most people don't in tune with their bodies anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, by doing that, by focusing on, you're accomplishing two things. Actually, you're doing something um, beneficial 100% for you. That's self-care in my, you know, but also it's a great starting point. And if you have that, if you have that core foundation of how you know that your body responds to certain foods or not to certain foods, nobody can take that away from you. And nothing's going to change in the sense that you could use that as a great starting point to figure out what supplements that you need to take. You could take that into your doctor and say, this is what happened or whatever. That's that's where I say everybody starts. You don't pay anything. It doesn't cost anything. And yeah, I mean, to me, that's just the beautiful nature has created these, you know, these amazing bodies that we hold. Unfortunately, most people just don't know that much about their own bodies. Absolutely. It's Again, it's all become easy, right? And, Absolutely, and so, yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's, this has been great. And it, I hope, our audience is really kind of taking this in because I see so many people today with health issues um, like I've never seen before. And I don't know if that's because I've hit 50 and we're getting older. I don't think so. I think it's deeper than that. And I think this is an interesting topic, but I want to start, I want to back up. So you've got the the sodas, you've got the popsicles. Um, talk a little bit about the business and where do you see Jared's probiotics you know, into the future, three years from now, what's this look like for you? What are you trying to accomplish? Well, you know, we, we all want um, to have some, be some successful in the future. And, but, you know, my, my um, aha moments that related to the business was that, and it kind of ties into your, you know, what you were saying is that as we hit 50, 40, 30, 70, we spend a significant amount of time preventing illness as opposed to promoting our own wellness. And so that's, it's like we get defensive and we do everything that we can not to stop the process. You know, if you were to, you know, if you were to break it down, Rick, 
we should never die. <laughs> the reason that we die is because our body stops doing certain things. So my philosophy has been as that I'm going to live probably another 60 years, 50 years, 40 years, and I'm going to promote my own lifestyle in order to do that. And so where do I see things five to 10 years? I don't know. But what I do know is that you know, everything that I'm doing is for the long term. So the whole concept is that as long as I'm in tune with the, you know, the probiotics, the gut health and focusing on that and realizing that that's going to be the, the, the um, you know, the core component of what it means to promote my health 10 to 15 to 20 years, eventually I'm going to produce different products. And so it's kind of like this fluid motion that, yeah, it started as a popsicle business and I could have probably started with a popsicle business and just focused hundred percent of my effort and just been that popsicle dude, but it's kind of morphed into this, I want to change everything. So I can change everything by incorporating gut health into it. And so I don't know what's going to hold five years. What I do know is that I'm going to have products. I'm going to have health and beauty products. I might have a different type of soda. I might have a coffee. I might have, you know, buy another line of some sort of health and, and figure out ways to make that probiotic. But, you know, it's, it's, um, Jared's probiotics is a, is, is my brand and the idea of, you know, I, I, I say it's be probiotic, be probiotic, be living, be this amazing living being that God's you know, put here to do what you can to be this amazing living person and that we have uh, so much to do and I have a lot to do. And so I, that, I, I, I just, I, I answered it by saying that I don't know what's going to happen in 10 and, years. And that's okay because, you know, what, what I really want to get out to our audience is, you know, I talk about second half entrepreneurs as well as entrepreneurs at any level mm -hmm. and as they get older. And what I want to encourage is you found a, a problem that you became passionate about and you see this opportunity and you've gone through the platform, right? And we talked about it. You came to a point on your journey that you realized that, hey, I am not the operational guy. You said that, mm -hmm. hey, I'm not the COO. And that became a pivot point for you, um, which we all go through, right? As we're, as we're growing our businesses and we're doing these things. Talk a little bit about that then is, you know, because you're, you're finding these little pieces in, on your journey where you're having to do things different. Um, and so what did you discover through that and how did you deal with it? Yeah, the, um, yeah, I, I just noticed that I'm, I'm better at executive decisions and the idea that I'm implementing those. And, and I mentioned to you, it took me only five years to figure that out with many successful failures. And yes, that's successful failures. But what what um, if I if I create something, what my really on all my products, I spend a significant amount of time trying to focus on the process of how to get it from point A to point B. And that's where my hands are, you know, that's where I do most of my operations. It's really trying to perfect a product, perfect the taste, get it, you know, where I want it to do. And then once, and I document pretty much everything. So all of the products, everything that I've created, it's a documented form. So I've got binders of basically everything of procedures and processes that I've used to create a product. And then once that is the case, then I just I just hire people to do exactly what I just did, um, and that allows them to you know implement my products. But it also allows me then to go on and create something differently and create that process associated with that. But you know the operation standpoint, I I used to think that I could do everything, ship it out, package it, <clears throat> deliver it, um, promote it, do everything, and I could. It's just that it wasn't as successful as it could have been. Um, so. 
I delegate a lot out. I just got a lot of good ideas. I've got ideas on, on how to change the food and beverage industry that I like to implement and try to focus on. The other stuff, if I've, if I've created a product or have a, a product that tastes great, I just use that documented form and let somebody else deal with that. That is a critical point for solo entrepreneurs, especially, is you, you can have success to a level, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to hit that wall. And it's only when you're willing to kind of put your ego aside a little bit, because right. Right? It, it, we talked about that as well, and figure out who you need or how you can automate or, or things to allow you to do what you're really good at. Um, so I applaud you on that. And okay. It's a good job. You're an entrepreneur. You've got a great story. What I'm interested in knowing, because we talk a lot about freedom, right? We, we know that entrepreneurs are looking for freedom of time. They're looking for, you know, so that they can pursue their health and their outside interests and bigger things, but also financial. So I'm curious for you as an entrepreneur, what, what does freedom mean to you as an entrepreneur with Jared's probiotics? Um, I mean, it, it's very simplistic in that freedom to me means that I can do anything I want at any time of the day and whatever capacities I so to choose to do it. Um, and that's important to me because my business is built on creativity and I feel like I'm, I'm stifled by, you know, um, having to do certain things that I'm not accustomed to doing, that my creativity fails. So freedom for me is essentially to, as I said, do whatever I want, drive wherever I want, go at any time that I want, talk to whomever I want. And that's important to me. So it, it's not, it's not financial freedom, uh, uh, honestly. It's because I, I try to live very humbly, just from a spiritual aspect of that. And that's, um, but but the, it just it helps me to kind of ground myself. And that um, freedom to me is, you know, if, if if I can create something that's beneficial to other people and give that to other people, I, I love giving stuff away because, um, especially if it comes to this, these products, because it's important. If, if I have somebody that likes my products. Um, you know, they do it because it tastes great. And the freedom to, you know, go out and talk to people about a soda or a popsicle. I mean, I don't know too many people that probably wouldn't uh, or with my I don't know. You might think that was crazy, but I, I love that. And so the freedom to be able to do that as opposed to work in a nine to five environment or for me just would never work. Oh, I got a feeling that it would it, it would take you right back down to the hole that Absolutely. you were in. in the no, place. It, it would. Yeah, yeah, it would. And, and it's ultimately for you, what I hear you saying is it's your ultimate long game, right? I mean, you're passionate about this. You get to go out and tell your story. You get to be creative. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like I talked about at the beginning of the show is if there's value in this in the marketplace, you'll be rewarded along the Absolutely. way, right? Yeah. And, so, and, and you got to do that. So with your journey and being where you've been, what advice would you share with entrepreneurs that maybe are listening to our show today as they're going through their their entrepreneurial journey? What advice would you share with them? You know, um, I, I, it's my belief that I think everybody has um, a skill, a creative skill, something that they could do. Um, and, you know, if, if somebody had an idea like uh, of being an entrepreneur, you have to understand, again, going back to being self-aware, in my opinion, as to why you want to be a, an entrepreneur. Um, you know, the, the thing, at least from my standpoint, is that um, what most people have the hardest time when I talk to them about what I do is they always ask, well, what do you do for fun? Uh, what do you do after, you know, whenever you're not? And I can't grasp that concept because everything I do is fun and it's because I have a passion for that. And so 
my suggestion is if, you know, if an entrepreneur or somebody that wants to start their own business, it sounds really cliche, but what would you do for free? And I know that I would do this for free because I, it's just something that I enjoy. So if you can find that, which everybody has it, everybody absolutely has one of those skills. Um, but, you know, society places a lot of constraints on that. And I'm completely content saying that I make popsicles and I make sodas and coming in with a beanie cap on and <laughs> just, uh, you know, and, but, but people don't, aren't comfortable with that. Um, but I love what I do. And that's, that, that's, that's the passion that I have is that most, I don't know, everything that I do is, is because it's an extension of what I believe. Yeah. So, well, I think, I think you're doing wonderful. And I do think that something's got to change in our world of food because Obviously, what's working today, this mass production, um, I, again, I go back to this, I think we have a lot of unhealthy people who are struggling with the same thing. So I'm looking at your root beer, and, and I can't wait to open this after the show. Um, so we want to talk a little bit about, you know, how do people find out, like if they want to try a root beer, maybe they're listening, like, where do I go get it? Can I just go into any grocery store today? Um, we sell it a couple places uh, around town, you know, and again, um, you mentioned the long game is that I'm again, I, I, I'm petrified um, of actually feeling like that I was the type that I had four cases of sodas in my car and I had to schlep going from door to door trying to sell a case of soda or four or five sodas. So I've been pretty selective on that. There's only a couple places in, in Oklahoma City that you can buy. You can buy it at Urban Agrarian, you can buy it at Conscious Community Co-op, but I keep most of my stuff under wraps and I think that... Um, this is going to sound egotistical, which it's not, is I don't do a whole lot of promoting my own products. And I, people come to me, and that's what I like about it because um, it just shows that people have an interest in that. So, sure. Well, um, let, let's open it up because, sure. believe it or not, we have audience from all over the state mm-hmm. of Oklahoma, but we have Texas, sure. uh, all over the country. Coast to coast, we've, we've had listeners tuning into the show. Um, how do they learn more about Jared's probiotics? Yeah, I, thank you for that. Um, I mean, you, you could just, you know, you could do Jared's probiotics. You could do Jared's pro pops. Basically, if you just do my name and a probiotic, you're going to find something about somewhere that I'm putting out something, whether it's, um, you know, the probiotics. I, I really, my website, if you go to jaredspropops.com, it, it, I, I want to be the Wikipedia of probiotics is what I say. So if you go to that, I put out a lot of stuff and I don't sell anything. I just more or less to try to educate you on, or people, about the, um, the importance of the gut health and how it ties in with the mental health, how it ties in with your emotional and spiritual health, how it all ties together because it's kind of an awakening and that people are starting to become a little bit more accustomed and more aware of the foods that they're eating. Um, and I think it's important. And so, I mean, that, that's how you could do it. So okay. Jared's probiotics, Jared's propops.com. I mean, it's, it's great. And do you have social media where you put out content that they could follow you as well? Sure. Yeah. Again, if, if you, um, if you, if you went to Jared's propops or Jared's probiotics.com, Jared's probiotic on Twitter, do you I mean I, anywhere I've got several different podcasts? I mean, okay. good. Well, I, I got to tell you, we're coming to the end of the show, um, and this has been really good because, you know, we do talk, it's not just business. It is it is your health mentally and physically. Um, it's your relationships. It's, it's really why we're all here. Um, so we need to have these things together, and I'm glad we could turn that conversation that way, but also talk about business. And I, I enjoy you being on the show, and I hope our, our audience will listen to this and 
and seek you out, you know, to, to learn more if they're having questions or, or they're dealing with their health issues, quite frankly. And so um, thanks, thank you very much for being on the show no, today. I, I appreciate you having me. You know, um, if I can just stress just one thing, you know, to, to anybody, I, I know that everybody is at that time in their life where um, there's something that's bothering them physically. Uh, you know, whether that's they want to work out more. And I just highly encourage everyone just to focus on foods first, because um, if you can focus on foods first, everything else will fall into place because that's really it's kind of like that red light that everybody has. Everybody has a red light going on. Everybody has an aha moment. There's some sort of physical ailment. There's some sort of physicality that you want to get past. And it all can be stemmed and traced back to your gut health. And that's where I think that if people just took a little bit of time, two weeks, take, you know, I'm going to tell your, to your listeners here, take two weeks and write down everything that you eat, everything that you drink, the time. And I can promise you at the end of two weeks that you're going to have several aha moments that will lead you forward to being an entrepreneur, be a better parent, be a better spiritual leader, be a better, better friend, uh, more productive in the workforce, something. But yeah. Well, fantastic advice. And guys, please make sure to check Jared out on his website and social media and his podcast. You've been listening to the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. And don't forget to check out our website, epicsbiz.com, where we have tools and content to help you as an entrepreneur. And if you like the show, make sure to give us a good rating on iTunes and subscribe for future podcasts. And until next time, just remember that we're only getting started. The Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast is sponsored by Epic Business Advisory, where we help entrepreneurs escape the owner's trap, build businesses that can succeed without you, allowing you the opportunity to realize more freedom, think bigger, and pursue next-level goals. Download our freedom formula at epicsbiz.com formula. And remember, we're only getting started.